Hello everyone, welcome back to Imagination Reads. Today I'm going to be reading Chapter 2 of Escape from the Isle of the Lost. Chapter 2, Arabian Night. Jay and his opponent battled up and down the mat, crashing against the walls and over every obstacle. Once the slyest thief in all the Isle of the Lost, Jay had found that it was just as much fun to score a goal in tourney or win a battle at R-O-A-R, Roar, as it was to swipe a scarf from a merchant on the plaza. plaza. Maybe even more fun, since no one chased him around angrily afterward, whenever he put on him his team's yellow and blue face mask or picked up his sword for another round of swords and shields practice, he forgot that he had ev- he had ever spent his childhood in a junk shop on a remote island. All he cared about was victory. His world's narrowing to the points he scored against his fearsome opponents. He leaped and attempted a strike, but was deflected. His opponent rushed forward and made a hit. The referee called the score. Now Jay was behind. They went back to their places on the mat, and this time Jay waited and let his rival come to him. He didn't have to wait for long and was one of the defensive again, blocking strikes and cleverly dodging any attack. At last he found his advantage, twirling around and landing a direct hit. The buzzer sounded, signaling that time was up and the referee blew his whistle. That's the game, the ref called. It's a tie. Good one, said Lonnie, as she took off her mask and let her long hair back fall onto her shoulders. She shook his hand. Thanks, Captain. Jay grinned as he removed his mask and gloves. There was a round of applause for, from a group lined up along the courtyard, watching them. Excellent work, said one. Brilliant, said another. Bravo, said the third. Jay squinted in their direction. He hadn't noticed them at the start of the match. He'd been playing for himself. But the, to impress someone, who are they? He asked. As he put his equipment away. Coaches, said Lonnie. It's college visiting day, remember? Jay did not remember. He never kept track of dates or read announcements or emails. Life was too short, and he had too many fun things to do, like play video games and eat pizza. Go over there. They definitely want to meet you, said Lonnie gently pushing him in their direction. The first coach was a muscular gent- 
gentleman in a black and gold vest, vol voluminous white pants and gold shoes with curled tips. He wore a grand white turban with a ruby in the middle and a gold stripe running around it. Jay, he said heartily, as if they were old friends. I am Coach Razzle, Razzle, formerly, formerly, captain of the guard at the Salutin's place. But now I head up to the athletics program at ASU Agrabah State University. Nice to meet you, said Jay, bowing to the coach. The coach bowed in return, seemingly pleased that Jay remembered Agrabah's customs. You must come and visit us sometime. Have you decided where you will continue your education? Would you consider coming home? Jay startled at that. While his father was from Agrabah, Jay came, Jay's home was the Isle of the Lost. But he didn't want to embarrass Coach Razzle. To be honest, I haven't given it much thought yet. Graduation was still a few months away. He didn't have to decide where to go to college yet, did he? Definitely not. Jay, said the next coach, a big bear of a guy who wore the green livery of Robin Hood's men. Coach Little John over here, from Sherwood Forest University. We'd love to see you play for the Arrows. He handed Jay a card. We're ranked number one in the league for archery, said Coach Razzle, wagging his finger. Not roar. Not yet, maybe, admitted Little John. But with play players like you, we will be. Coach Razzle gave the archer a condescending smile. In Agrabah, your dementory will be a place. Palace, I mean. Every meal is a feast. And if you rank first in your class, a genie will grant you three wishes. He pressed a gold foil covered catalog in, into Jay's hands. Meanwhile, Little John handed Jay a tote bag full with Arrow's merchandise, water bottle, a bow, and arrow, and a sweatshirt with the school's motto, steal from the rich, give to the poor, embroidered on the front. The bear-like coach smiled affably. Stealing was your hobby wasn't it? You'll fit right in, he said. Stealing? Well, in the past maybe, not anymore. But thank you so much, said Jay, as he accepted the loot. Not to be outdone, Coach Razzle present, presented Jay with 
a treasure chest of riches, robes with the Agrabah State University crest, new golden slippers, and a genie lamp. It's just an oil lamp. No genie in it, said Coach Razzle with a laugh. Yet, don't listen to them, said the third coach, a cheerful apple-cheeked woman in power blue wizard robes with the pink bow that tied the hood under her chin. She looked vaguely familiar, vaguely familiar. Hello, Jay. My sister tells me so much about you. You must consider playing with us for us. Everyone knows Mitt is the best college in Oregon. Our alumni include Professor Yen Sid, as well as Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether. Magical Institute training was the top college in the kingdom, taking only the best and brightest from Oregon Prep. Students needed an all, almost perfect set to be considered. Mitt, said Jay, I'm not sure I have the grades. Oh, we work miracles at Mitt. Don't worry, said Fairy Godmother's sister. She waved her wand and a small white carriage loaded with treats, athletic duffel bags, sneakers, and a new face mask, sword, and gloves appeared next to the treasure chest and tote bag. Think about it, she winked. Come home to Agrabah, said Coach Razzle, shaking Jay's hand once more. Join our merry band, said Coach Little John, slapping him on the back. Come to visiting day and hang out with the team. Visiting day, asked Jay. What's that? Oh, you go on a little adventure with the students. See what, sure what is like. Check out the scenes, said little John. I think you might enjoy it. I think I just might, said Jay with a grin. Great, I'll send you the information, promised little John. At last, the coaches left to talk to other players. Jay gathered his stuff and jogged back to Lonnie. Do you know, do you want any of this? I'm good. I met with them last week, said Lonnie. They even spoke to my parents. She picked up the tote bag. Let me help. They walked out of the training courtyard together. Jay straining under the weight of the treasure chest and the carriage full of treats. Did you decide where to apply, he asked. I'm not sure yet if I will. I might play Roar professionally instead, but if I do decide to go to college, I'll definitely choose one that would prepare me to join my mother's army. I'm going to be a general like her one day. She said proudly. Cool, said Jay. The only inheritance he'd received from his father was a decrepit junk shop on the Isle of the Lost. 
But Jafar had been the Sultan's grand vizier once, the power behind the throne. Perhaps one day, Jay might, could have that some kind of stature, but without the greed and the obsession with Aladdin's lamp, as if she had read the, the, his thoughts, Lonnie asked, asked, what about you? Me? I'm just glad I didn't have to steal any of this, he said truthfully. Until this moment, he hadn't really given much thought to the, his future. I, it felt like he had just arrived at Ordon Prep. He was sad to think that soon there would be no more tourney games, no more living with his friends and seeing them every day. Sherwood sounded like a fun prospect. He would definitely have to visit, see what it was like. They were all growing up so fast. Time was speeding all so along so quickly. One day, he was just a street rat from the Isle of the Lost, and the next, he was a top recruit at Mitt. Want wait until he told his dad, except Jafar would probably insist that Jay steal all the school's magical secrets. Some things never changed. That's the end of chapter two. Come back again tomorrow to come back and read chapter three. Um, I'll see you next time. I'm McKenna Conklin. Come back to Imagination Reads. See you next time. Bye!